Los Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers Podcast, where friends share music with each other, take turns giving an album to each other, like a book club for music. One day I'll come up with a smooth, fluid intro for the podcast, but today is not that day. You can figure it out. Um, I'm Peter oh. Rape, your man with no plan. Here with me is my team, my crew, my squad. We've got Brett. Hey, everybody. How's it going? We've got Drew. Every week, you say... I'm the man with no plan, and then we very much have a pretty succinct structure to this. Yeah, I've got show. notes, and we've got like yeah, a yeah. game, like I literally have a, a running but then, doc. But then, but then I'd have to come up with a new nickname. You know how long it takes me for me to come up with a new bit? Yes, I still we say do. Buenos Nachos. <laughs> Buenos Nachos, amigos. God damn. Um, I'm not a very creative man. Uh, and of course, we've got Patrick. Hello, after all of that. <laughs> yes. Uh, we oft forgotten. <laughs> the neglected Patrick. Oh, poor Patrick. Uh, of course, we talk about music. We talk about an album. The provider of the album this week is Drew. Drew, what do you got for us this week? It's weird that I'm providing this record, but it was actually like sort of handed over to me. Yeah, and, I, I handed it to you. Is is everything I love? Give it. No, it wasn't me. No, it was uh, it Patrick. Patrick was literally like, "Hey, I'm never gonna bring this record on, but Drew, you should really listen to this band called Dream Car. It's, it's uh, Davey Havoc from AFI singing with the main instrumentalist from No Doubt playing instruments, and it's an '80s new wave band. That so there's gonna form. be a lot of horns because No Doubt's a ska band, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tons of horns. I mean, there's some saxophone. There is a saxophone. Oh, used to good effect, I might add. But um, he said, I'm never going to bring this, but I'm going to give this to you because you'll love it. And then I listened to it nonstop for like a week and a half. And I was like, God damn it. Now I've got to. If he's not going to bring it, I might as well do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a really cool album featuring the uh, the least tough member of the Havoc family. <laughs> he's no he's no jimmy havoc he's no danny havoc hell he's no jessica havoc but he's davy havoc uh for all the wrestling fans out there yeah <laughs> uh that yeah nobody's like literally the, nobody's gonna understand that but i don't care oh i got for, it no <laughs> no i it's like, super got <laughs> um dude hi I'm yeah. from Ohio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's talk about expectations. Uh, Patrick, what were your expectations coming to this album? Uh, as Drew said, uh, I told him this existed. This was literally, I accidentally in a conversation from work, someone told me that this existed. Didn't even know the name of the band, but just had heard that like, Apparently there was some band with like no doubt and the guy from AFI and I'm like, wait, what? Because I don't know if you know this about me, but like teenage Patrick loved AFI and teenage Patrick also <laughs> loved no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> what? You like AFI? 
Yeah. That's yeah. for your aesthetic. No, I'm such an AFI fan that I can't listen to anything they did after they left Nitro Records. That's how much of a fucking snob I am. But um but I was curious. I was morbidly curious because the rhythm section of No Doubt, like the band, the three dudes that like played the music are fucking awesome. Uh and uh Davey Havoc was someone who I used to like, but hadn't liked in a very long time. So I was curious and obviously I enjoyed it enough to share it with Drew. Um, I, 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 I actually like AFI pass when all y'all want to shit on it, but, <laughs> uh, but Ooh, I'm the one guy. when, when, when all y'all I've been shitting on AFI since, since I want a Mohawk, but mom won't let me get one. Hey. <laughs> All Hollows is where AFI begins. It's like fucking. I, I like it's like. It's like some of the other stuff was okay, too but it much wasn't. Whoa, and it was. I was not the target audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album? So, like earlier this week, I was like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna listen to." I completely farted out uh, what any of Drew's album pick was, and I was too busy listening to the other hot banger that we were gonna review. Um, and I was like, "Oh, so they just gave it self-titled." Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna look this up, uh, and I, I didn't know who 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 was in the band until I I did a Google search, and it was like, "Oh, what the what?" And then I listened to it. And I was like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> okay." The, the 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 dissonance was was all up in my cognition. Um, but uh, it, I, to say the least, I did not know that any of these people were doing anything except for yeah. sitting around in a pile of money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about it musically. Uh, Drew, how would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes and elements? Well, well, like has been alluded already. Um you hear, oh, hey, it's the singer from AFI, and you're expecting, oh, maybe some horror mel- elements, a little bit of whoa, 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 whoa. punk, with a little bit of uh, emo-y-ness uh, to it. Um, but then you hear No Doubt, and you're like, okay, 90s ska revival? Like, what? Yo, um, come on. They're not 90s ska revival. They were. Yes. 1993. And then Eric Stefani left the band. Yes. <laughs> When you hear the name No Doubt, <laughs> like Don't speak, you, brother. You don't you don't think of the weird you don't No, I don't of, think of what we got. No, you, I don't. Well, no, but you also don't think of the album Rocksteady, which is not Rocksteady. But that's We we have we, that is well trod territory. Nor there. Yeah. Look, I might have gotten mad on the podcast before. Go listen to our self titled No Doubt. Yeah. Oh, Hot banger. but instead the debut album from this is like they don't do the normal supergroup thing of like hey let's blend our genres together and make something really awesome it's like nah let's just do something fucking weird oh. so like Davey's voice for this style which is a very like new wave like 80s aesthetic I think fits super well like just insanely insanely well um and it's sort of an album that relies on really cool and varied instrumentation and that like new wave feel to make something that it doesn't feel like it would fit like in the 80s like some of the other albums that I've 
we put out or that we're going to review, um, you could like drop them in with mixes of similar bands that they're taking inspiration from. But this one doesn't. It has a very, in my opinion, modern feel to a lot of it. Um, let's be honest. Yes, Gwen Stefani was the face of that band, but Tony Canal is severely underrated as a bass player. That dude can write a bass groove like nobody's goddamn business. Um, Tom and Adrian are great. Um, they, the guitar player and drummer, um, for anyone asking, uh, they are great on this record. I think the guitar work is not super complicated, but it, it works and it works very well. I think the the backing rhythms on the drums are really, really good. And then there's a, um, um, studio musician, I believe Gabriel McNair uh, is the name I wrote down here, which I believe is the studio musician that played saxophone on this, um, who actually brings out some really, really cool stuff. Um, and also the keys played sax and keys and Uh, just really, really fantastic. I just Googled Gabriel McNair is basically a forever member of no doubt. And also oh my God. he was, he played horns with no doubt on like all the things you give a shit about. Uh, that makes a whole lot. Of, oh, wow. And he's played with like the smashing pumpkins. And, oh, okay. wow. Like, that's <laughs> weird. Like he has some real, he has some credits. Lenny Kravitz, Green Day, Smashing oh, Pumpkins, No wow. Doubt, and this band. When did uh, when did Green Day have a saxophone? Uh, he he plays trombone, keyboard, tenor saxophone, guitar, and he sings apparently. Um, yeah. but keyboard okay. and uh, saxophone on this record, and really, really well done stuff. Um, in my opinion, it, the whole record is very, very cohesive. It very very much has a flow to it. There are parts where the lyrics get into like some of the weird horror stuff that Davey Havoc's known for. Um, but it doesn't usually dip into that. And it's something that like they in interviews, they have been very proud that if you took this and you gave it to somebody and you didn't tell them who these guys were originally, you might not be able to tell uh, right off the bat. Unless, like, you were very familiar with Havoc's vocal. Um, but as far as the music goes, it doesn't sound like anything those guys produce. It sounds like something, like, well, familiar in a lot of its milieu uh, in that, like, 80s new waveness is still, like, like I said, like, very different in its production, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um... Pat. What what would be the themes on my side? Catch your attention. Well, how would you describe this album musically? Um, this is uh very 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 much a like new wave band. Like they are people who grew up on like you know on Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, and eighties pop music in general, and we're like, hey, uh, we can make whatever goddamn music we want right now, and uh, this is the music we're going to make. And it turned out pretty darn good. It's all of the things I hated about Davey Havoc post like 1999. Uh, the way he changed his vocals, I understand it's probably mostly from the fact that he got older and can't like fucking sing as I anymore. Uh, it works so well here. He like the vocals match the style of the music in a way that I did not expect. 
Um, as stated before, I think the band part of No Doubt has always been underappreciated. As Drew said, Tony Canal is a really great bass player. Um, I've always been a fan of Adrian Young's drumming, although he's pretty chill on this record for uh, what his normal thing is. And it it just kind of works in a way that like it doesn't sound like anything any of these guys have ever done before. But uh, it, it's it really is a testament to the fact that they're all pretty darn good musicians and also that 80s pop music was kind of fun. Uh, Brett, how would you describe this album musically? Well, I mean, this is a band made up of musicians that we're all pretty familiar with, but it's, it, it's, it's not a, who I would have expected to be a part of the new retro 80s sound revival that we're living through in these days. Um, you know, I, this is an album of a bunch of guys that probably don't need any more money. Um, they just like, three quarters of the band are almost 50 years old. And Davey Havoc is like 42. Like this, I, they have reached the point where being the uh, anti-establishment young, well, they, they are none of those things. They are the established, uh, they, they are the establishment and they, uh, aren't young. Um, so what the hell let's, let's have ourselves an eighties influenced poppy record. Um, so, when you deal with people who have nothing to lose, um, really, um, and like, this isn't something that was broadcast out. It probably does better for this album that people can listen to it and be like, I have no fucking clue is banging the sticks or, you know, playing the bass. And from my understanding of Davey Havoc, yeah, I, there, there are a whole lot less woes, but there's, you know, there's a whole lot less of the, um, vocal affectation that things are different than what you have heard. If you have only heard some of Mr. Havoc's stuff. Um, uh, and as being an album of, you know, veterans who've been making albums for 20 years, uh, like you can expect a level of quality. Like you don't play an instrument for like most, like majority of your life and be bad at it. If you're actually doing it. Um, and for the amount of records that these guys have put out, especially AFI. They were like pumping out records like, like fucking nothing. Like I, I remember warp tours as a child. Like th those are prolific bands, both of them. Um, like I, it's kind of neat to see them put together something that is, uh, so different than what you'd expect out of them. Um, it, there's nothing that's like especially groundbreaking or innovative or like, you know, fresh, because it's it, we're sort of probably on the tail end of the '80s sound, but uh, they did it well and they did it in a way that was tight. Uh, you also have a bunch of people that have played music together for a long time, and every time if you have people that like a bassist who plays with a drummer for as long as those guys have played, it's going to be tight. Uh, and if you got a guy who has been singing, like been a front man. He can be a front man again. And it, it's kind of a nice little like a study in throwing somebody like I don't know what like if you took Huey Lewis out of the news and you put like, I don't know, Daryl Hall, uh, like what would it be like, you know, and, and if they were doing like heavy metal, like it, it's kind of like a, it's it's kind of a farce when you think about it. But like it, it's it's kind of neat. I, I think this is great. 
as an exercise in making music. I think this is great. Yeah, but if you'd only include uh, Daryl Hall, you'd be missing John Oates' mustache. Uh, you just just have a mustache that floats like a like your Hatsune um, Miku holographic uh, mustache. That have just you guys floats. seen Davey Havoc recently? Yeah, you guys no, should no, check out the uh, video that I posted in the chat for Kill for Candy. <laughs> Talk about mustaches. Oh my! <laughs> I mean, he is not known for his mustache like Mr. Oates. No, that's true. He's known for Johnny Mar. Yeah. Um, G.E. Smith and the punk rock band. Yeah. Yes. Uh, nothing like uh, a well-oiled mustache uh, to really bring a band together. Uh, oh, Hootie in the news. Hootie in the news and <laughs> Huey and the Blowfish. And exactly. one of them does ska, and the other one does like butt rock. Yes. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about some of the key tracks because uh, the. Uh, uh, Drew. This is some cool because tracks. Drew. <laughs> because Drew. <laughs> because Drew. Because me. I. Yes. I this is your fault. It's it all is. your fault. Uh, that we're having this much fun. Uh, Drew. Let's talk about some of the key tracks. Is there are some really cool tracks to kind of zero in on on this record? Yeah. Um. After I confessed, uh, we'll we'll go ahead and do the record breakers thing this time um i think it's a really really perfect start there's really cool thumpy bass there's a lot of vocal range for david to play in there's some cool airy guitar bits um a driving beat like it is each in my opinion each super group member um gets some airtime, and each one of them is doing something that i think plays 100 percent to their strengths on this one um there are some underlying synth bits that are really, really cool as well uh, that I think really are part of this album throughout. And it sort of like gets you into like the, oh, this is this is the uh, MO that we're playing in. All right, cool. Like, let's let's roll in um, on the charts. It, you, you slap at the bass, man. I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be all ears. Um, there are some some plucky, thumpy bass in that um that i find absolutely great again tony canal's a great bass player and we need to recognize that as a society um and show me mercy um closing out with a sort of dreamy like very guitar filled uh song i think is great the layering in the vocals on this song were also really really great um and the sax on this album i think is or the sax on this song specifically is a really like cool way to just sort of underline the both weirdness and like familiarity of this album It is very, very much something that I think was perfect to sort of end the record on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, opening track after i confessed um it's just uh i'm gonna i'm gonna make a band comparison you hadn't thought of but you will not unhear it flock of seagulls there's just a touch of i run in the in the intro and it's really good uh it, it this is again like i said uh davy havoc's vocals of late are not my thing except in this context they work really really well uh 
uh, on the charts again for Tony Canal being a fucking badass bass player who is underappreciated. And then uh, Kill for Candy. Uh, it's very wonderfully 80s sounding. And the guitar tone is Pictures of You by The Cure. And it took me 45 minutes last night to place that guitar tone. I was listening to him like, this is really familiar. This is, oh my God, it's Pictures of You by The Cure. It's a guitar tone, except he's not doing it on a bass six, I don't think. But uh, it just, that like, that hit me. And it's that, that sort of this whole album is if you really, really like, 80s like new wave and rock music like there is little bits and pieces of it all over this record uh brett what would be some of the key tracks for you well i hope i have something fresh to stay say because everybody be stealing my notes like like they be oats but um after i confessed um the album opens up it's very duran duran uh, with a dash of Oingo Boingo, there's some dead man's party going on in I, there. I could see that. I, I had not considered that possibility. Um, Oingo Boingo is pretty great. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, the, the, and you get to hear David Havoc do his David Havoc thing. Like when you listen to the first track, you know what you're getting into. Like it, it's not going to deviate from, from too much. Um, Born to Lie. Uh, is they literally had the echo like the 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 from Iran from Flock of Seagulls, not like Tehran, but uh, uh, and all the dead girls that like Green Day called they want their baseline back. No, I, I, I other people can use the Longview esque punchy baseline, um, but with that baseline, uh, they uh. Oh, the beat is 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 very uh is very one thing. The uh the the bass starts playing, then it puts some shoes on, goes for a walk, um, which is nice. Everybody likes a, a bass that that puts its steps in. Um, you know, the first time I listened to this song, I was like, this sound song sounds like it sound pretty good with some horns. And then right as soon as I thought that, a horn started playing. It like you could tell that this is a a band that has played with people with horns because they left this giant like. Like if you if you wrote out like this song is a score and you're like, OK, so we, or if you look at like all the frequencies that were like being filled with all the instruments, there's like this big gap in the middle. Like you're like, this is a place where either a second guitar or maybe it like some horns and there the horns come. And like I, I thought that was really neat uh, the way that uh, they, they brought that in and they had some. But like there a lot of these songs are pulling stuff from others and I'd like like Patrick was doing, like trying to figure out where did this come from? Where did the sound come from? And with this album and an album about a, a certain little Canadian girl, not little, she's, she's an adult uh, and she's not a girl uh, that I listened to. I, I, I caught myself like being distracted from the songs themselves, trying to figure out what they were pulling from because yeah, it's like they, they have this big old tone of decks that they roll through. Oh, we're going to pull out the, the, uh, I ran, like guitar noise and i that 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 pulled me away i was just gonna like try and listen to the songs as they were but like every song on this album has something that like like grabs you by the balls and is like this is your nostalgia and let me let me get you in the clinch um but you know those those were the tracks like also all the dead girls i mean like i i always preferred to get my music about my, my horror music from the, the the people that brung it from the beginning 
Davey Havoc wasn't the guy that I, but I was happy to know that he can't even make an 80s synth album without having a song like that. Like he has to, like he's got the itch. Like it's his, yeah. it's his, it's his, it's his boulder that he's, he's pushing up I, that mountain. Yeah. I gotta do something with like dead people or vampires or something. Come on. Where am I going like, to put this song? Like underneath his, his uh, button down shirt, he's got on a, a fishnet vest. Yeah, <laughs> like dude, nobody can see it. But it makes him feel comfortable. Dude, come on, dude is straight edge. He's got to have a vice somewhere. You know? I mean, <laughs> right. You know, he's got to have a vice, and it's you know, hard pop. You know, hard pop. Hey, and the, the dude survived all of those warp tours. Like, yes. Like, and, yeah. and, and no effects. Like, <laughs> heck, well, members of Minor Threat didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is awesome though i believe brian like i remember reading a story of i believe it was baker taking quaaludes on a warp tour because you know that's the hip drug of the 90s yeah no we don't have any leads but yeah those are those are tracks that i found noteworthy it, they're they're all well done like it, it there's not a stinker on this album yes um, I, I also like to have a note for, for as far as key tracks for Kill for Candy. Uh, th- for some reason, the band that kept coming up in my head was the Killers. So I wrote the 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 note, Killers but good. <laughs> to you know, and, and, <laughs> and what the it's it's like Davy Havoc if he grew like up in, in Utah <laughs> is the Killers. Uh, yeah, it's yeah instead so, of New York to L.A. <laughs> Also, I looked up Carly Rae Jepsen's height. She's 5'2". Yeah, she's not very big. So she's, uh, not, so she is kind of little. Spoilers. Uh, also, Taylor, like, Taylor Swift is 5'10". She's yeah. taller than Bruno Mars and Justin Bieber. She's tall enough to stick her hand in one of those outdoor heating things and then confirm herself that it's hot. Yeah. I saw it in a GIF. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Uh, As I get PD homework, I'll look up the gift. <laughs> yes. Uh, so let's talk about some. So let's talk about some conclusive thoughts. Let's bring it back around the horn. Uh, Patrick, what will be your conclusion on this album as a whole? Uh I enjoyed this record as uh, as it was good enough on like first listen to share it with Drew. But uh, on the whole, like it, it listening to it again, like really, this is fun. Uh, I am I am okay with '80s revival being sort of the tone of pop music right now. Uh, it, it at least gives me something to give a shit about in pop music because I usually don't. But uh, this this is fun. I am I am here for silly supergroup of members of bands I used to love, but then hated when they changed and sold out and sucked. So I'm, I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album? If I never was, if I, if I, if I wasn't told who was in this band, I wouldn't have guessed in a million years. Uh, and that's a good thing. Um, because, uh, I, I never liked AFI and, like I only like no doubt when there were they was a self-titled album with horns is 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 but uh you know like I don't think this is going to be in my regular rotation um it's just not my thing but I'm glad I'm familiar with this album because you know not since Snoop Dogg and 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 Willie did their you know 
their album, their song together? Have has there been a mix of people I would never have expected to get together? Like you don't put no doubt and AFI in the same. Yeah, it, it's 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 a novelty, and it's something that I I, I and I can I can enjoy this novelty. It is uh, noteworthy. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think this uh, this album is really fun and really cool, uh, really cool listen. And there's a lot to really like about it. Uh, I I like AFI. I, I've liked I like old AFI. I like middle middle road AFI. I've liked AFI from different eras. I'm I'm the one on this podcast that does. Uh, and I recognize David Havoc's voice right away. <laughs> I would be able to spot at least his voice, but. Uh, it, in this context, is definitely out of place, and I think, but not out of place, but uh, catches me off guard, but perfectly in place, and in, in, in a way that is really fantastic, uh, and, and works well. And uh, I think overall, the musicality is really fun, and 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 it sends you on a nice little nostalgia head trip. Uh, if I say so myself, you know, just, just listening to this. And uh, you know, on the you know, driving down at night on the Miami highways, as I do, <laughs> uh, is it, a nice experience. Uh, but yeah, Drew. Last but not least, uh, what what are your conclusion? What are your conclusive thoughts on this album? I I brought this in because Pat said, oh, "I'm never gonna bring it in," and I'm like, after listening to it, I was like, "No." more people need to listen to this like I've he been would, he, this he's in. not gonna bring this album but he brought enter album here <laughs> exactly, exactly. enter one of about a dozen albums here exactly how thank you drew like like, it, like and that's the thing is like i've been shoving this at <laughs> friends of mine i've been like no like this is weird like i have a, a friend of mine who was like super into afi um like super super into afi and like all that, like she was a self-proclaimed goth in high school that like wised the fuck up after high school. Um, but uh, she, I told her I was like, "Hey, Davy Havoc has a new band and it's great, and you should listen to it." And she messaged me like thirty minutes later and goes, "I think I'm obsessed with this entire record. Um, it's something that is absolutely a ton of fun. It is something that." Um, is really really well done again these guys have been making music for decades now and they're weirdly enough when you do something professionally for that long you tend to get pretty good at it um and they're pretty good at it and they got together and wanted to make a new wave record and i hope they i hope they keep staying together and doing weird things because this group of guys doing weird things I am pretty all right with. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty all right with it myself as well. Um, this is a nice entrant into the into the long lineage of lead singer from one band with rest of other band uh, history of music. Uh, probably a little bit heads and shoulders on a lot of, of over a lot of them, not all of them, but really cool album. Chicken foot was all right. Chicken foot. <laughs> that 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 uh, that album that the 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 rest of Stone Temple Pilots did that one for that one song was okay. 
I don't know. I haven't listened to the album. I only know that hey, one song. Audio Slave was a good time. Yeah, Audio Slave was a good time. Really? A really good time. It was way better than my time with Rage Against the Machine. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about our... Those are our thoughts on Dreamcar. Now we get to our haiku reviews. The main event of the <laughs> evening. The show... Uh, the, the Center Ring Circus show. Uh, something... Ringmaster, something else, whatever. Uh, we get to our haikus. We sum it all up in poetic form. Uh, super fun, super fun bit. Uh, let's get down to it. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? Some dudes from some bands. Works better than it should have. Genuinely fun. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? Yes, it's old Davy. But there's not nearly as much whoa oh 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 oh's. Yes. Uh all right, my haiku. Incredibly catchy, pop infused nostalgia trip, a fun, easy ride. Uh Drew, what is your haiku? Some awesome groove bass. Oozing. With absolute style. Thanks for this one pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, you can find this album on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Follow along at home with us. Uh, and of course, next week's record is up. Uh, next week's record is going to be provided by a guest. We're going to have a guest up next week. Uh, and it's going to be provided by our friend and yours, probably. Uh, one Becky, aka Giggle Loop, uh, as we bring her in. Uh, Becky, what do you got for us next week? Next week, I have Carly Rae Jepsen's album Emotion. Yes. Uh, so look forward to the next week. Uh, but that, of course, is next week. And this is this week. And you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is out the swagger. Brett is the Hibbity Bird. H I B B I T Y P I B B A R D. Yes. Drew is the next Juicer X. I'm at PD Rave. The show is at four record breakers. That's the number four record breakers. Record breakers podcast.com. Record breakers podcast at gmail.com. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. Like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>